sugar and spice. And then they put rice. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are here in the flesh. All three points of the triangle. I am Nate JP. To my left, we have Mac Mizzle and D. <coughs> and uh-oh. Making his, his debut. debut, walking down the aisle as only as good as he can only good look. And, and I gotta do the NWO point. Ooh. Introduce enforcer. yourself, sir. The enforcer, not the the, the enforcer. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this right here is the premiere episode of the Triangle Choke Podcast. Uh, for those of you who are just tuning in for the very first time, uh, this podcast will explore and discuss everything that has to do with the world of professional sports. Uh, we will review uh, pay-per-views. We will give you reviews on uh, shows that we go to, uh, talk about current events and updates, and, you know, just just shoot the shit about wrestling, man. It's, it's three guys that really enjoy the world of professional sports. Yeah. Um, we were raised up on it, and uh, we just want to give you guys that little Bronx flavor of what wrestling means to us. Shooting the breeze. Shooting the breeze, man. That's what we're doing. Fuck yeah. So everybody a couple of three things. Oh, a couple, couple of three things. A couple? Oh, man. So since this is our first episode, guys, I think it's important for our fans and uh, listeners to know who exactly are they listening to. Um, So, you know, I I would like for us to just go around and just, you know, talk a little bit about um, if if you remember when you fell in love with wrestling and and who was or who is your favorite wrestler of all time. Um, I'll I'll start. My favorite wrestler of all time is, is a toughie. But, um, and th- this may be controversial. Controversial. Because I'm going to go with someone that unfortunately isn't on the network. Mm. You can't find any of his stuff anywhere unless you check YouTube or you buy DVDs from Japan or something. But my favorite wrestler is indeed the Crippler. My <gasps> goodness. <laughs> Chris. But I have someone else as as a number two. He who shall remain nameless? He who has no name. Wow. He is my favorite wrestler. It's the Voldemort of the wrestlers. (laughs) (laughs) He, I mean, he he can wrestle all styles. And, I mean, of course, we don't condone anything somebody does outside the ring, let alone murder. We're going to be talking strictly about wrestling here, and when it comes to wrestling terms and the wrestling world, to me, he he was number one, so that's that's my guy. Ed, what about you, man? Well, I'll say first, I fell in love with wrestling when they used to have superstars on Channel 5. I don't know if either one of you remember. With Ico Pro on the top. Yeah, when they used to fight the jobbers, (laughs) Brett Hart, yeah, yeah, those kind of guys, Gorilla, Monsoon Mm -hmm. on the mic. My favorite guy... Um, not as controversial as Benoit, but probably not a number one top guy. I don't think anybody guy. is. <laughs> Mr. PPV. Ah, Mr. Monday Night. Yes. The whole effing show. show. Rob Van Dam. That man in his prime, he could still go now, but oh, in his going. prime was a beast. Mm. Carried ECW. Mm. Only man to hold the WWE, the ECW, and TNA titles Talk in his it. career. Talk his about He just innovated the game. Prettiest for frog me. splash in the business. Pretty yes. frog yes. splash. The Van Terminator with Shane McMahon. Don't <laughs> get me started. But just his moves. The plagiarism. Oh, the rivalries that he had with Jerry Lynn. Watching him was just absolutely just amazing. And even when he went to the WWE, when he did the invasion angle, 
the crowd knew who he was. Oh, yeah. They, they could try to dub out the cheering. They know. They know but, what time it is. But he was adored then. To me, tops. Mm. Tops. I have many, but mm-hmm. I think he takes the cake for me. Well, I feel almost like mine. Well, <laughs> I feel almost mine is very generic, but um, my favorite wrestler is the Rattlesnake himself, who I feel is the greatest superstar of all time, mm. Mr. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that's that's There's can't nothing go wrong, wrong with that, that man. No with that. Um, I mean, I fell in love with wrestling. I remember my first house show. It was a 20-man over-the-top rope battle royal. Mm. And I remember, it's a true story, my mother decked me out in the Hulk Hogan attire. This mm. is Ooh. this is maybe 91. The red 90, and yellow? Yeah, this is 91 bandana. With the bandana. And I recall him coming out. He was the 20th man, so you, of course he got the big entrance. Everyone popped. And I'm maybe three years old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my mom just spent maybe 50 bucks on the entire bandana and shirt and um he ripped off his shirt and let's just say i let my two centimeter pythons and ripped my shirt and my mother was just in shock that i ripped off a 40 (laughs) dollar shirt that she just purchased for me (laughs) but um i've loved wrestling i for as long as i can remember and um i feel that the greatest era is the attitude era but yeah i agree Mm -hmm. i Love the new generation era, which was before the Attitude Era, mm-hmm. and I love the ruthless aggression era. The PG era, eh, died. Eh, yeah. Some of the the purists don't particularly, as we are, don't particularly care for that. But mm-hmm. you know, I guess it gets the job done. So we're just gonna dive right into it. Um, if you're still listening, you know, uh, expect to hear raw, uncut thoughts and feedback. We're going to be super critical about what we see on TV from the pay-per-views to their DVDs to their network specials and house shows. Um, but with the with the bad comes the good. And you're going to hear us, you know, give adulation when it deserves to be. You know, you're going to hear us give kudos when they do stuff right. But like Manny said, you know, we are purists and we like wrestling. Yeah. We're not into sports entertainment. Um, so... Listen, if you could rock with that, then please, you know, join us on this ride. And who knows where this goes? You know, we're doing this for fun. Nobody's getting paid. We don't have sponsors yet. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see what, what happens next. So, let's get right into it, man. Raw. Mm. Ooh, Raw was interesting. Um, right. Road to WrestleMania. You know, they, they're starting to establish uh, many of the, the matches that's going to take place. Right. Um, in WrestleMania. Ed, what, what, what's your thoughts on Raw? Anything stood out for you? Uh, the IC title ladder match looks like they're gonna have a lot of guys in that one. How many we we thinking five or six? Or I six? think six. even more than that. I think maybe six. Six, right? I think. I mean, Ooh, let's You've name got, who uh, the ones that are definite: Ambrose, Truth, and Barry. Yeah. I saw that today. I think I think Harper is that. De- I mean, Harper. no, no, Harper, Harper, Harper. Truth, and Harper, Ambrose, Truth, Harper, Truth, Ambrose, and Ziggler, Ziggler, mm-hmm. and Barry, and Brian. Bar- I think Danny Bryan. I'm not. Too. You see, that's the one I'm not too sure of because isn't he's the most over guy, right? In the Fed, right? So or in WWE. So, is that a downgrade for him? Uh, it may be a downgrade for him, but if you're thinking long term and if he wins, what he can bring to that title, yes, I think serves the company better. So it's sort of like run. back when, like I said, we're historians here. So back when, like Macho Man had the strap, oh, right? Oh, and it man. meant something. And it meant if you're trying to bring like, back luster, and and I remember me and Ed, we, we spoke about this, I think, in, in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, how putting John Cena against Rusev is making the United States title more prestigious than the IC title. And the United States title is from WCW. So why would you not put that same type of passion into the IC title, which for me has always been the title. Because that's the workhorse, that's the guy that understands wrestling, that's the guy that's the goer. That's the goer, that's the guy that entertains the fans with his athletic ability. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I would not be opposed to seeing Daniel Bryan in that ladder match. Neither Um, would I. I think he. I think with that whole mix, and yo, shout out to our truth because I don't think he gets a lot of credit. Our truth, yeah. Talk about it, man. Funny, you see, we say we're purists. I don't 
dismiss sports entertainment if it's done the right way. Absolutely. Taking the title and putting it in the shirt, that's funny. Yeah, that that works for me. And crawling on the floor. That and works. then just giving it back to what to the biggest guy. Yeah, it's like, hey, two two title 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 title. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But he's a guy that I you know, I'm glad they put him in the mix too, because you know, they don't showcase him, but he can go. He can he go, can go. former TNH and NWA TNH heavyweight champion, yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah. And he's another guy I, I like these guys that can kind of wrestle multiple different ways. Yes. He can go in there and do some stuff with a cruiserweight. Yes. He can go in there with a heavyweight. Exactly. His yes. character has always been that of the comedy type. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I, I think he can have some nice spots in that match. Yeah. I like it. I like it. At, to lead off Mania, would you have the ladder match lead it off? Ooh. That's, good. If, that's, that's a great question because if you think about the Manias... As as important as the main event is, you gotta have a great lead off. I think Vince has always been very very strategic in what your opening match has been. Yeah. Sets the bar. Yeah, it yeah. always does. I Absolutely. mean, you have even Brian and Triple H last year. I mean, we all hate Triple H. That's that's no secret. <laughs> oh, but that big that opening the 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 event was amazing. That was you know solid match. Even going back, Brett versus Owen. Oh, that was phenomenal at the Garden. Yes. Oh yes. my God. Even on a lower level, <coughs> WrestleMania 20, John Cena's first WrestleMania, he beats the Big Show for the United States title mm-hmm. right there and then. Yeah. That was the opening match. Mm-hmm. So it's always been a very important segment yeah. to WrestleMania. Yep. So I can see that. I can see it opening. I can right. see it opening the show and, you know, stealing the show. Mm. Possibly. Which they have some Dolph Ziggler and a lot of these guys have been doing a really good job of doing that. You yeah. Know? Now, what I about that segment, that's not the, the one that particularly I'm like came to mind immediately when you asked the question, Nate, but about that segment, the the it may be a split in fanfare. As over as Brian is, mm-hmm. the show off. Oh that yeah, has, has he's always had a fire, almost like a cult like fire. <clears throat> he's yes. always had. I mean, when he cashed in and, two and, years ago, yes. And it'll be interesting to see how the fans react in that sense. And you saw they had a stare down, yes. on Raw. That yes. was interesting. And me. I think what helps Ziggler. Because I, I think it's underestimated how important getting a rub from someone that's established is. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think if. Brian gives the rub to Ziggler during that ladder match if he is involved in it. Mm-hmm. I think that skyrockets Ziggler to another stratosphere. Right. So if you have six wrestlers going in you know in, in the in this ladder match and everybody's down and the last two is Ziggler and Brian and they're mm. going for it and Ziggler wins clean and gets the title I think that does a lot for his career yeah, and I actually absolutely. would like to see that as opposed to and it does a lot for the title too, because we're saying, you know, if Brian wins the title, it'll it'll bring some prestige back. But I think if Ziggler beats Brian or kind of goes over Brian in the match in a hard fought, yeah. well put together match, right. I think that luster comes back to the boat. Two things that come to my mind on that: they did try that Survivor Series when he held off the authority and won it by yes. himself. And what happened after that? What happened after that is my question. I think that that's the story of his career, though. Mm-hmm. That is the story. Him of his winning. Career. I mean, when he won the heavyweight title two years ago, and he cashed in. That, that me. That him cashing in. He cashed man. in. We got to He cashed in as a heel. Yeah. And yeah, AJ Lee and um homeboy and you know, Billy Langston. Yeah. And and the crowd popped. Eyes popped. popped. And they wanted him. They wanted. They were chanting for it. They wanted. Yeah. And that um, music hit. Ooh, crazy. And they did the double turn, I think, at the next pay-per-view. But him <coughs> catching that concussion. Yep. And I, and I think that's maybe his second concussion. So I think that's a worry. Right. For, yep. the, for the WWE. Same thing kind of with Brian. That neck injury. Yeah, that's I legit. believe that's a worry for them. That's legit. You know what? He's a, they're smaller guys. You want to give the torch, but One, they're not proven to be durable. Right. One bad bump. No. And my second thing to that was mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose. I know the enforcer over here mentioned mm-hmm. he hasn't won a pay-per-view since, mm. what, July since, of since, last year? Since the Shield beat Evolution. And ju- that was July. 
Or wow. was it June? June or July of last year? Last year. And summertime. So he basically has not won a... I don't mean to cut you up. He's basically not won a pay-per-view match since the shield has broken up. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Why is that, though? Let's get underneath I, I it all. I have no idea. Why is it? Is it because... I, I've read that the, w, the WWE, they're in an interesting predicament, right? Because they have many wrestlers that yes. can be top faces. Yes. And with the rise of Roman, could it be that they want to make sure that the only face or the main face is Roman See. as opposed to lifting and having multiple faces, mo- multiple high name, high rise phases, which, phases to go against Roman. Which I think they should because Dean Ambrose to me is the perfect, he could be the perfect top mid-card guy. Mm-hmm. And you can build that mid-card division, bring prestige back to the IC title. Back in the day, they had that. I think lately, they don't. So, it boggles my mind. I mean, the crowd reacts to him. Good on the mic. Good in the ring. He's He's got elements that he can be a top mid-card mm-hmm. guy. And a borderline, borderline, top, top contender. Borderline, but definitely yeah. someone who no, can make I, it happen yes. in the mid. At least that's how I feel. I agree. And one thing I'm going to say, I'm not a Wade Barrett fan. Uh-oh. However, <laughs> I do think it's kind of comical how he's only won once since he's had the belt. Like, legit. Yeah. Like, why is it that once you get the IC belt, like, first of all, they don't. They don't wrestle for the title as often as they should. No, every no. fight, every match is a non-title match. Right. So he loses all of the, all of these matches. Right. Monday so now, what's the point of having the title if you're not going to wrestle for the title? If you're not but putting the title on the line? I think that is to build up the other guys, though. The other guys in that ladder match have them lose to those guys. Similarly to when Orton, uh, I think it was last year, two years ago, mm-hmm. when he was the champ. And he had to fight all those guys in the elimination chamber, and they had him fight one guy a week, and I think he lost to everybody except for, I I forgot who it was. Mm -hmm. So it's to build that. But I see what you're saying. And also, we were talking about durability issues. Barrett's another guy. Definitely. Anytime he gets a push, there's an injury that follows. very true. I feel I have an issue, and maybe you guys agree. I feel that the briefcase... Now is more valuable than Talk the about IC it. title. I think so, and I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, because so. hypothetically speaking, what if this happens? And what <clears throat> if Mister your guy, Mister Seth Rollins? Mm-hmm. What if he was in the IC picture to take him away from this main event and take him away from jobbing to every top guy? Because as much as Ambrose loses. Rollins loses a lot. Yeah, he mm-hmm. does. Quiet is kept. He does. And he's the one that's getting pinned. It's not just he's losing the tag. He's the one getting pinned. He's the one doing the job. So he has this briefcase. What if he wins the IC title? Right. It kind of takes your mind off, oh, he could cash in at any time. And then what if he cashes in while having the IC belt? Mm. Imagine what will happen. That's something, oh man. You know, you, you, you not what? I mean, was Warrior the only guy that's been the IC and the heavyweight champion at the same time? I can't recall. I can't recall. I believe he's else. the only guy. Because he's the there. only other guy that I can recall having two titles at once was the screw job. Michaels was the European champion. Yeah. Beat There's been a few. I mean, uh, I, I, I know Kane had the IC and the tag titles yeah, at one point. Yeah. Triple H had the IC and tag, and, and Austin, when they were the two man mm-hmm. power trip. Austin had the the world title and the tag title. I but yeah. I think Warren may be the only guy. You might be right. So the IC is the workers. I feel that, and I also feel like what you guys said about Ambrose. Maybe they're waiting some money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's the guy that gets the briefcase this year, or maybe it's a guy like Ryback, a guy like Cesaro. You know? Yo, let's talk about. Oh man, you brought up so that was a great segue. Let's talk about Cesaro and, oh. and right back, right? Because Cesaro I, I, wearing the shirt. shirt. I think all of us here really enjoy Cesaro's work. Um, I you know I, I've seen a lot of his stuff from ROH and when he was clawed, and the guy can go. Yes. What is it 
that is keeping this man down? Uh, in my opinion, the lack of a gimmick. But... Do you need a gimmick? No, because the guy you said, Chris Benoit, wasn't solid on the mic. Terrible on the mic. But... Prove me wrong. But when, aggression. but when he went in the ring and did things like German suplex Austin 10 damn times in a row, and even when he won the title of Mania, that was a great moment. A great Him moment. and Eddie hugging in That's the ring, the crowd embraced it. You don't need to, but for some reason, I, I One of I my favorite the, Rumble moments is when he took the big show out. Yes. That's one of my favorite moments ever. I'm, let, all right, let's put it like this. If you're a basketball player. Right. The enforcer's big on basketball. He's a great basketball player. Yes, he is. Um, not as good as T-Mac, but he's good. Oh, shit. But if you're a basketball player. <laughs> the critics. Will the critics. Will the critics rate you based on how you give your post-game mm. speech? Or will they rate you based on whether or not you make that free throw to win the game? Absolutely. It's your performance. Why isn't wrestling the same? Yeah. Why is it not the same? I don't know. Um, I, my opinion, and I would say this about Benoit, that's probably the most impressive individual performance in Rumble history. Mm. And the Rumble is my favorite event, so I, I know them very well. Yep. And his number one entrance to me is more impressive than Mike when Michaels did it. Mm-hmm. Flair might be up there with his 92 win just Didn't because of his the, theatrics. Ray has lasted the longest, but Ray's to me is a little bit tainted because it's common knowledge that if Ray, if Eddie Guerrero does not pass away tragically, Ray doesn't get that push. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's why I feel right. Ben Wise, him being a SmackDown guy, mm-hmm. the way he basically interrupted Raw the next day and put himself in the title picture, mm-hmm. you know, was a great moment. Yeah. The thing with Cesaro. I feel they have made, perhaps they haven't let him. I feel he's not the best talker. No, definitely not. And I also feel that there's but so many quote unquote ass kickers you can have on the roster who are just there to whoop ass, take names, and then that's it. Yes. And I feel, and this is probably the first person I can ever say this about. I didn't like that they put him with Heyman. I, was I hated I was that. that. Because he was getting that push. Hated it. It was a bad... His oil and water did not no. mix. Yeah. Every time he was doing that swing, the crowd ate it up. Yep. His Euro uppercuts. Yep. He had those matches the with, match with Zane. Zane. Oh, he goodness. was moving and they wanted to attach Paul Heyman because Paul Heyman didn't have anybody to exactly. work with. That's exactly yeah. And it was a dud. And it made no sense because when they were together, he would talk about Brock. Mm-hmm. Why would you... and Cesaro standing next to him, nodding his head like a fucking goon? Like I know you're better I than thought, that. I thought they were gonna put those two in a program, exactly. and that's why that was similar happening. to what they did with and Funk then, and Brock. And then if that was the case, it would have all been worth it. Yes, yes, definitely. Exactly. Brock comes back, and now you know they start something like, "Hey, you're supposed to be representing me. You're spending too much time with Brock," and then you have an ang- but if you just... It just fizzled. Yeah, yeah. Nothing came out yeah. of that. And he jobbed to every single guy. And he ended up on Superstars for a while. Yeah. He wasn't even on TV. Yeah. He wasn't even on Raw. And so, I, li- I like the, no. the really quick, the tag yeah. team of him of and him King. Of him and King. Yeah. It's a good dynamic. It's a very good dynamic. I hope that that brings him back to the match. Yeah, I, I mean, I think those guys, we, and we spoke about this at the last time, they they have the opportunity to really bring some prestige to those yes. titles, to make it fun and exciting. Yes. We're seeing a team that actually, they actually perform tag team moves, yep. original tag team moves. Yes. Um, so I think that's 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 key and critical. Mm-hmm. Um, moving forward, how did you guys like the, the ending of, uh, of Raw? They had Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. Right. Um... And uh, Reigns lost with a distraction roll-up. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Reigns yeah, yeah. showed out after the bell rang. He jumped pretty damn high. Woo! <laughs> yeah. It's like Josh said, very taker-like. Yeah. I'm a, um, I'm a big Reigns I'm a, I'm a Reigns fan. I'm a Reigns fan. And let, so it was clear. Ed is the Dean guy. Right? Yes. Dean, Dean is your guy. Dean is my guy. Roman is Manny's guy. And I've been a Seth guy. Yes, and that's been from when they went to shoot. From the jump, yeah. So, I like the fact that in the, in the last three to four rows, he's lost a match. Because, and I was telling these guys a while back, I before that, I could count 
twice that this guy has been pinned in the ring. Once was when they had the amazing six-man tag against oh, the Wyatt the family. Yes. And he's the one that took the pin against Bray. And the first time he got pinned was in some wild 10-team tag elimination match on Raw where the Usos pinned them. This is back when him and Seth were the tag champions. That's how far back we have to go back for him to lose. Mm-hmm. In the last three weeks, he's lost to Big Show and he lost to Seth. Right. Now, I would like the next move is for him not to be standing tall as the show goes black. Mm-hmm. At some point, they have to, you know, Brock has to come and lay him out. And that needs to be the end scene. Yeah. It has to be. But I also think, too, there has to be some moments where he gets the better of Brock. Because we're getting a lot of smart fans where if you always see Brock getting the upper hand, yes. then they know yes. Roman is going to get his yes. when it counts. So you kind of have to see a little bit of both. And Brock has to be there. Yeah. I mean... Well, well, we know what's going on right now. That, yeah, I mean, yeah. Which but, I, I think is all... That's it's a, a whole other story. I think it's all just a ploy. You think it's a work? I think... I don't think it's a. I think it's a work by Brock. I think Brock is secretly he's picking fights, and I heard it was heated between him and Vince. But he's picking fights. Shows up at UFC. I think his final thing is to just try to see if he can put Bellator versus UFC versus WWE. And, and I think that's. I, I think that's better win. Yeah, I think that's taking place. I think he wants to get a, a similar contract to what he's had the past couple of years yes. with WWE. And if he doesn't get that, you know, he'll he'll do either UFC or Bellator. And I'm hearing Bellator has funds to go uh-huh. make. Uh-huh. Like, they may have a shot at getting him. And if he goes to Bellator... That's a big name for them. Man, that'll be... Wow, that'll be huge. Going back to Raw, I think that the actual segment with Rollins and Reigns early in the show was great. Mm. Where he says, oh, I could just punch you in the mouth right now. Yeah. And he immediately does it. Yep. And I love Rollins commenting backstage, I forgot how hard he hits. Oh, yeah. That was great. Yeah. You know, that... It, Little thing. It's showing, it's showing that his character is evolving a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, before they were feeding him, they were almost trying to make him the next John Cena. And nobody wants that. Mm-hmm. No, God. Which, <laughs> you ask the question, what's the most memorable part of Raw? To me, was the fact that if you did not watch wrestling mm-hmm. and you turned on that TV, right. you would think that Rusev is the face and seen as the heel. With yep. the reaction that Rusev is getting, it's crazy. This is complete anti-America. This yes. is as if back in 91 when Sergeant Slaughter became an Iraqi yeah. sympathizer, oh, yeah. he was the fan favorite and Hogan was the heel. Mm. That's how the crowd is viewing it. They're so sick of Cena. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. I mean, I, I don't. I that to me, that's crazy. Stephanie, who's been hated for about twenty years at this point, came and told Cena off, and the crowd loved it. Yo, that's how much and she buried him. Yeah, yeah. like, ladies and gentlemen, listeners <laughs> of the Triangle Choke podcast, fellow chokers, she completely annihilated him. <laughs> To the point where it doesn't even make sense for him to be up, to continue on as a face. So, with that said, heel turn is not happening. We've been saying this for the last. It's not happening five because years. of all of those sick kids that he goes and he sees. If he turns heel, those kids die. But but we thought that about Hogan back in ninety. But when Hogan, when Hogan did it, he was already on the downslope of his yeah, career. Yeah. And like he wasn't really doing much in WCW, yeah. so he, he wasn't even there. A jump start. He was Thunder in Paradise. You know, he like, was you doing could, his TV show. Cena is still in his prime. Like yeah. he's still in his prime. He doesn't need the belt but, in order to be a main event. But if Cena, if Brian's your number one face, popularity wise. Is that what we're saying? Is that is that what we're going I with? Think that's I think what, I think that's that. I think okay. you could say, say that. that. Yeah. But Reigns is going to be your guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Cena at best is number three. Mm-hmm. Why not make the turn? Because I am sure that at this point, if you make more, we went to the show, which we'll segue into. We went to the show the other day at the Garden. We saw how many different. Cena merchandise things oh, were there. It was a Cena. It was a Cena booth sprinkled with other stuff. Yes, like it was ridiculous. So if how you much start giving 
Brian those little things, towels, wristbands, and stuff like that. To me, at this point, that's why Cena is the number one merchandise seller in there because he, he has twenty five things to everyone else's two. Mm, right. You know, and and what's insane about it, which is genius by them, these little things are ten bucks here, five bucks here. <coughs> so the kid, oh, I want to have four wristbands like John Cena. Right. So that's forty bucks right there. Oh, I need to have the towel. That's fifty bucks right there. Not counting the various assorted colored <coughs> shirts that this man has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why not turn him heel? Why not have him join the authority? I mean, that'd be something. So we're, we're speaking about heels. I think they just need more heels overall. Yeah, I think Sheamus is coming back as a heel. Like I think I Kane. You have to get rid of Kane and Big Show because those are two prime spots for some heels <coughs> that could really make yeah. some noise. Yep. You know. Um. And I just feel like there's there's not that heel. Like, Rusev is, is a great heel, but like you said, he's getting face like Because chance. he's with Cena, though. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if he's not that against Daniel Bryan, he's getting booed. When he was fighting Jack Swagger, mm-hmm. Jack Swagger, you would have thought he was... And Swagger got a pop on Raw, too. He got a big pop on Raw. When he was fighting Big E and all these guys, I think, I think Sheamus needs to come back and be the heel. Yes. And he's a... He's, Close with Triple H, I've always I've always read that, 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 that he's very close with Triple H, um, and then someone else, you know, that's just they've been showing commercials for him, but they haven't said when he's no, in. no, they they haven't. Have. I I thought originally the plan was for him to fight Daniel Ryan at Mania. Mm. Wait, could still happen, could, yeah. you know, <clears throat> or maybe they have him join the ladder match. I don't. Wow, I, don't know. I, I mean. Don't know. Yeah, but I, I was a big I, I was a big fan of how Roman ended that match. I think showing his power yes. is impressive, but showing his how has agile. Yo, yeah. the dude jumped over the he top rope that and rope didn't by. touch it at yeah, no. all. He cleared it. By the that. Usos, who are supposed to be these high flying Samoans, they have to put both one hand, two hands, and leap over it. This dude, Roman Reigns, cleared the rope with ease. It even looked like he tried. Nice. So this is it gives you a little peek into what this man can do oh, and what they're holding him back yeah, from he's doing. He's very athletic. He was a football player mm, for this. So I mean, we all, we take it for granted. I know I know for a fact the three of us when he first did that drop kick on the apron and land on the first oh, time he did that, we were all like, "Whoa!" Because we never saw that before. I remember in the Rumble two years ago, he that's how he entered the ring. Someone yeah. had his head out the he just apron ran to and the side and kicked him. Kicked him, yep. And he. Every time per- perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the sky's the limit with that kid. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, things are starting to get interesting. What are we going to see with this ladder match? Um, Bray Wyatt coming oh. out, burning the, the coffin. What do you thought about that? That was yeah. pretty crazy, right? Bray Wyatt is the, is the heel guy. That they, I love him. I love him. His ability, his, his, his mic work is just unbelievable. He's taken that character and he's knocked it out the park. Yeah, knocked it out the park. He he's starting to turn and, into his and, and I'll admit, like even you know before he did all this stuff, when I thought Bray and the under, I wanted Sting with the Undertaker, mm-hmm. but like these promos that he's doing, man, I money. Think this money, may be money, the money. first time we've ever seen someone carry the load for a WrestleMania match by himself without the other person not even being in the equation. Yeah. Not heard of, not a video segment, not via satellite, not a picture, nothing. Not a gong. Nothing. nothing. And if it's a gong, it's because Bray Wyatt yeah, pushed the button. Because Bray's <laughs> coming out the casket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is the only time. And he's making it. I am i can't wait till he comes out. I want to see what else he's going to do. We still have like three or four weeks left. And he's kind of pulled some big punches. Like he's yeah. he's come out with Undertaker's music, with the, the druids, druids and everything. And, and now what else can he do? And I feel like that, not to cut you off, no, but no, I no. feel like this needs to be the year for him. Like in the Rumble, he was throwing guys yeah. out. It started out great, and then he just Who eliminated him? How the hell did he even... He got, he he got it back. Knockout punch, and we just going to oh, But I loved it. When yeah. he got on the mic, this is my year. He needs to be that guy. And for me, you need to put the title on him. Now, At some point, he needs to get mm, that title. Yeah. Now, I'm not the most sentimental of fellas. But I don't want him to win. You don't want him to win? And I don't feel he should win. Um, I think next year is it for Taker. I think he fights Sting. Right. And I think that's it because I think <coughs> it's in Texas. Okay. That's where, you know, that's his hometown. I think that's it. Um, 
I think it's okay for Taker to beat you. Oh, you don't oh, lose. Yeah. You don't lose credibility. No, the that fact that all. you're in a program with exactly, Taker absolutely makes you a, a big deal. Hello, look what it did for Mick Foley. I also I feel that um, and whether this guy stays or not doesn't really matter with this. I think it takes away the prestige of what Brock did last year. Mm-hmm. If he beats Taker, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Even if Brock leaves. That's the guy that Taker wanted to do it. Right. And that was for years. Quite as kept, Taker's never beat Brock. No? Even when they did a program he was the American Badass, he never beat Brock. Brock beat him clean that every was a single great time. Match. That yeah. had him sell match. Yes, it was. That had him sell match. It was a great match. But they fought several times after that. Brock eliminated Taker last when he won the Rumble. When Brock won it back in three, wow. so that, that so Taker's been giving him the rub for a long time, forever, forever. So I don't think Bray wins unless unless he wins, and if Undertaker comes back the next year, he comes back not as the dead man, as an American badass. I'm okay if Bray beats the character of the Undertaker. Hmm. I'm okay with. I think you know we disagree, but I mm-hmm. I, I have the mindset of you no, have no Bray, no. you have Bray beat him, mm-hmm. so you build Bray even more. Mm-hmm. But then you can work with the program of the Undertaker being beaten. Has he yeah. still got it? And then you can bring Sting in, challenging him to and finish. Then him, you can have a bigger thing. And then I, he I was, that, then point, he was that last match. I get your point, but though, but it, how do you how do you how do you play that storyline <clears throat> with a guy who's only there once a year? Meaning? Of yeah. Taker, you know, does he still have it? We don't hear about him, you know. The only reason why we hear about him is because of Paul Henry. Mm-hmm. Of the 1 and 21 and 1. But it's not impossible for him to make a couple appearances here and there. Hinting towards a retirement. Leading up to maybe yes. Raw next month. Undertaker has a, a, a big announcement Stinger, he wants to yeah. make. And then right when he's going to say, listen, I've done everything I can do. Stinger and then lights come down. And then you can now, oh shit, yeah. wait a minute. That's how I Hold on. So I, I like that idea because for so long it's been... Oh, 19 and 0, 20 and 0, yeah. 21. So now, if he loses twice, oh shit, he's starting a new streak. Yeah, a yeah. streak of a losing? Streak. Yes. What the fuck? And yes, then yeah. he's like, listen, I've lost I two. Want, I don't want to go for the third one. And then, and boom, time. lights go off, stings Crow. music, crow. Oh, yes. Man. That's how you could do it that way. And what WWE took? You do this match, is it a face face match? Or do you do what WCW never did and turn Sting Hill? Or try to turn Sting Hill, I should say. I don't think they mm. turn Sting Hill. I don't know if you turn him heel because he probably just has this one match and that's it. I agree. Yeah, like you just let them do what they do. Let the crowd. Yeah, they oh, they're gonna they're gonna go for Taker because that is a WWE crowd. Yeah. You know, they're not gonna. But I, I don't. I do think Sting would do some things to antagonize fans. Like if he hits Taker, he would go, "Oh, woo!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could people like, man, shut the fuck up? Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah. So and then with that, people will start you know uh, booing him. But I, man, listen, I, I think. Either way, it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm really excited to see to see Bray and Taker fight. Yep. And I like the idea of don't even show Taker until Mania. Yeah, I like that idea. Keep him like like in too. the dark and just let him come out. Everybody speculates how he's looking now. He looks sick. He looks old. He's out of shape. But like we said last time, there was a, um, he ran apparently a, a marathon yeah. with his wife. He's been in the gym working out. Yep. I mean, I would just like to see the final product when in, in Mania. I think that'll be, man, I think that'll be amazing. So, um, with that, uh, they also made, uh, this will be the last thing for Raw, they, they announced that Alundra Blaze uh, will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. Um, Medusa, how do you guys feel about that? I'm surprised. I mean, the whole throwing the title, I mean, I know that, you know, they can get over anything, Warrior, Hogan, but throwing the trash in the title. Yeah. I mean, throwing the title in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here agreeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was an iconic moment. I mean, that's real disrespectful. She got blacklisted because of that. And you know what that says? That's a testament more to anything. Vince... Does what is right. Yeah, he and makes what is good for business and, yeah. because he knows at the end of the day she was it. Like she 
brought prestige to that title, that women's title. She had some amazing matches. Her and Sherry, like, they were going at it. Mm. Um, and I, I give kudos to Vince for saying, listen, you know, whatever. What's done Water is done. Let's yeah. let's put you where you belong. And I think she deserves to be there. Yeah, she definitely deserves to be there. Yeah. I agree. I think during a time where women's wrestling wasn't really existing Mm-mm. in the United States. Because, of course, in Japan, they were still there. But um, at that time, she, she was, was the person. She was the person. She was yeah. the person. And, you know, they took her as Medusa. They brought her to WWF. And she brought prestige to the women's title. I mean, mm-hmm. she they made the women's title for her. Yep. And she and she fought she fought ladies from Japan like Bo Nakano. Mm-hmm. And then she fought, like, characters in WWF like Bertha Faye, who was managed by Harvey oh, Whipperman. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. so... And, and, and the fact is, she can wrestle. Yes. You know, I mean, she was... These girls were a lot bigger than her. She was German suplex mm-hmm. with a bridge. Yep. yep. So I, I'm not upset at that. Yeah. And I can't think of any other diva. Who, well, I shouldn't say that. China. Uh, yeah. China and Sable, maybe. But I'm sure that they'll Diva, be you mean deserving to be in? The Hall of Fame. I think oh, Sable yeah. may be the only person. I think even off of what she did for for the, with the Playboy yeah, thing she, and and being voluptuous and all that, yes. Well, she, Can we agree? Tori Wilson doesn't deserve to be there. No, absolutely not. Okay, Tori so Wilson. Oh no. Okay, just no, making no, sure no, no. because I have a feeling eventually that's, that's people, what they're going to do. Keebler, yes. those guys, Molly Holly. No, 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 you no, know, no, I think no. people like Jacqueline, who mm-hmm. in every federation that she, every organization she was at, she was the ass kicker. Mm-hmm. You know, she was being a dude. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to take that into account. She was part of APA, right? Yes, yeah, for a little while. Yeah. She was part of APA. She was the, the, the valet for the Harlem Heat Yeah, yeah. back then, back in WCW. So this is someone who traveled around, and she was the first woman that can go with the guys that wasn't scared, that some of the guys were scared of her. Mm-hmm, She's right. the first girl I saw that was a scoop slam outside to a guy. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Yeah. So a lunch going in is good, and, you know, only time will tell who else, what other ladies they, they're going to put in. Yeah, man. So, I mean, overall, overall was, it was interesting. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Tonight is NXT. Mm. Uh, we'll review that next week. Um, somebody's supposed to be making their in-ring debut. That guy with the crazy hair. Oh, yeah, I yeah, forget yeah. his name, but I don't know. We'll see. I wasn't too high on uh, the Brian Kendricks. Uh, oh, my <laughs> God. The, the, the Shawn Michaels Yo. reincarnation. Oh, God. He's a burger. All right. So, uh, keep it moving. Um as far as like news uh, is concerned, like the enforcer alluded to earlier, we w- we went to the uh, to the live event on uh, on last week. Friday. What day was it? Friday, Friday. at Master Square Garden. <coughs> it was it was really cool, man. Like they really went all out. They had the outside of Master Square Garden in yellow and red lights. Um, they had a special commemorative T shirt that said uh, thirty five years." <laughs> Uh, Hulk Hogan, Immortal, that they were selling, uh, it, it sold out. Um, and the show was pretty good. They had, the best part for me, though, was the actual, like, Hogan appreciation. You had Jimmy Hart come out. Mouth then you himself. had, the, yeah, then you had Ric Flair come out. And you had NWO, and everybody was, you know, saying nice, kind things. They had two really well-put-together video packages. One um, containing, you know, uh, thoughts and comments from current and past wrestlers, and the other was kind of a journey through his childhood and his career. Um, And then the night ended with a a photograph, (laughs) a a blown-up photograph of, um, of, uh, I, I believe it was his first... It was him in WrestleMania one. Yeah, it was after WrestleMania, after WrestleMania yeah. one. After he got the victory, you can even see uh, Mr. T's. In, yeah, in the, the, back. in the background, mm-hmm. his tights, his red tights in the background. Yeah, they had these uh, two Stooges from MSG present him with <laughs> yes. that, and then the coup de gras. They mm. actually raised a banner in Madison Square Garden for twenty four hours. <laughs> However, <laughs> they took the shit down the day. After and I am pissed. Right, I don't like it. For me, it took away the the feeling that I had that I, I felt that I was at something special, and it turned out to be a lie, <laughs> a work, a work. We all got worked. I just got schoolboy pinned. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a problem with it. You're crazy. I was there. I don't have an issue with it. 
Crazy. I don't have an issue with it, but <laughs> if if tripping, they're, they're creating this Hall of Fame, this actual physical Hall of Fame. That's where it, it should go. In MS. But you can do, oh, you can make yeah. another one and put it there. I think it's iconic because it is like Triple H said. It is the house that Hogan built. Yeah. And okay. we understand and, that is not a real sport. Right. We get it. We understand it's sports entertainment. However, many of us, our earliest memories of Master Square Garden is Hulk Hogan. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yep. It's the Hulkster, man. And for you to raise a banner in such a grand gesture, Hogan crying in the middle, and in less than 24 hours, you take the banner down because the Knicks are fucking playing I don't know who, and it doesn't matter because they suck. Let me tell you something. Yeah, they might as well leave that banner up because the Knicks are playing. <laughs> they're, 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 they're not going to be playing to win a championship <laughs> one time. Championship retired jersey. Shit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It just it, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth, and I hope that you know afterwards they told Hogan, "Listen, it's not going to be up there for long." Because I would hate to be Hogan and go on, you know, the news the next day and see that the banner was taken down. I'm sure they he knew. I'm sure they probably told him. Maybe they gave the it jump. to him. Maybe they gave it to him. Yeah, but the but gesture itself with a banner him. that size. Yep, she has. <laughs> Must have a, a trophy room. Man, I'm about to. We're gonna start a hashtag. Bring the banner bring back. back. <laughs> bring the banner back. If you're listening to this hashtag, bring the banner back, yo. Because I think they're doing my man dirty. Okay, like Hogan is an icon, and if you're gonna do a gesture like that, don't let it be for short term. Let it be long term. Yes. In other news. Yes. Manny's second favorite wrestler, Hugh Morris. Oh, absolutely. Hugh. Morris. Wow. General <laughs> Erection. <laughs> is being accused of some dastardly things. Ed, what, what's going on with that? I, I I saw this briefly. What was it? Someone down at NXT was showing concussion-like symptoms, and he hit him on the head, or he slapped him in the head, or something like that. But the word has been out for him for years of him yeah. doing some shady stuff there, and I guess it's not a big surprise, you know? My my question about this whole situation is this. Why is it that the guys who either couldn't make the main roster or could not get over, <laughs> all the ones coming out with this? Yeah. I read something today about a guy who's being, who is in jail for 25 years because they stabbed somebody to death, that he was being bullied when he was in the developmental Mm-hmm. And for, um, Florida Championship Wrestling, when they had that territory back, a couple years back. Yeah. He's actually in jail now. He stabbed a woman 25 times to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was, that, now, was that his finisher? Hi-oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and apparently, oh, at all the torment he went through in developmental and him getting oh, let did he go. Really use that as an, and him getting let go is the reason why oh, he went nuts. Shit. Yeah, Whereas, a guy like Jericho, even a guy like Luke Gallows, who... Was never given a fair shot. You know, he was part of CM Punk's uh, Straight Edge Society, but he didn't get that chance to really branch out. He was let go on one of their mass releases. They defend him. A guy like MVP who's working for who now? TNA. TNA? Mm -hmm. And I believe he's the main, he's one of the main guys there now. Yeah. It's still, he tweets, oh, that stuff is still happening. But yet a guy like Rusev, who they say that he ripped his shirt off when he had a broken neck. Is a top five heel in the biz right now, and I don't hear anything about him complaining. Man, God, you no, no, okay. I, I'm, I'm on the fence, man. Like, there's always been speculation of whether it's discrimination because your sexual orientation, yeah, your ethnicity, your background. If you don't get the cosign from Triple H beforehand, like. They they do dirty things. And they are going to push you. They are going to push your buttons to see what you can take and what you can't take. If you're going to be a of pussy course. about things, fine. And I, I'm totally cool with pushing people's buttons. But at the same time, Man. you cannot do no, things no, no, no. that will injure someone, that will take them out of the running to achieve their dream, which Man. is to become a professional Somebody wrestler. has a concussion and you slapping the guy in the head? Come on. That's a little... 
And then when the person says, listen, I'm having these injuries, I need to go checked up. You're going to tell them, well, you having all these injuries doesn't look good for you. It doesn't look good for your future here. And that, and that's why these guys and, work through injuries. This, this corroborates everything CM Punk was saying. How, like, the minute you show any type of injury, you're kind of forced to work through it. Because if not, you're going to lose your spot. Yeah. Wherever you're at. Or you're going to end up a superstar, you know, veteran. And you're not going to be on TV. You're not going to make the, the, the Raw shows. Like, and it's kind of ridiculous, man. And, you know, we were talking yesterday. <laughs> and I know it's not going to happen anytime, anytime soon. But they do need some type of union rep. Like, before man, it becomes the NFL. Before, it, it's getting really listen. bad, man. And yeah. I agree with Manny. Like, there are some people. And I see what you said. There are some people that... They bite their tongue and they, they go through the motions. But we, we're we not there. We don't know how much of that. Maybe that was Rusev's only um, circumstance that he got the shirt pulled. And this other kid, maybe, you know, he, he's been fed more abuse or whatever the case is. I mean, it's, it's kind of fucked up, man. And if that's what he's known for and if that's what he's doing, if that's what he's doing to toughen these guys up, I don't think that has any, any place in, in the business. No, absolutely not. And I agree, there needs to be something to take better care of these guys. Definitely. You look at your guy, Chris Benoit. I mean, when they diagnosed his brain, they said he had the brain of an 85-year-old with Alzheimer's. That's insane. Insane. And look, and he killed his own family. So, but, um, but yeah, I, I, Demott... I mean, uh, you know, you, you can't go over the line. And they, they let him go, too. And they yeah, brought him back they, only for tough enough. Like, they need yeah. to let his ass go, man. You know, keep the Bob Hollies. Keep whoever else there. But <laughs> Sparky Hollies. plug. Sparky plug. plug. So, since we're talking about developmental NXT, the biggest free agent right now Uh-oh. is rumored to come to the show. The show. Samoa Joe left TNA in hopes for greener pastures. (laughs) And the rumor is that soon, very soon, he will come to the WWE. Or knowing them, NXT. He better not (laughs) come to NXT. He is known globally. Right. Everyone that knows wrestling knows of Samoa Joe, what he's done in Ring of Honor, to TNA, TNA. to New Japan. This man can make an impact. Not many... And we've said, you know... (laughs) Finn Balor, Kevin Steen, Sami Zayn, like, these guys go to NXT. Uh, I was on the fence, but fine. This is the one guy you do not send to NXT. He does not need further development. Neither do any of those guys. Neither. Yeah, exactly. This guy, let him show up. WrestleMania, fuck up somebody's match. Welcome. Or you save him for Raw the next day. But I took my damn city. I took your city. <laughs> that, was, that was my plan to roll the next day because I feel that I feel win, lose, or, win, lose, or draw, Brock takes a hiatus after Mania. So let's hypothetically speaking say he loses, which 99% probably happened, regardless mm-hmm. if he resigns or not. The Raw after Mania is one of the best shows that they put on <coughs> every year. Yes. So. Roman Reigns' coronation Ooh. gets ruined by a fellow Samoan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. And like Roman is giving kudos to his bloodline. Exactly. The Usos, The Rock, uh-huh. Yokozuna, Rikishi, and then Joe just comes in. What about me? Oh. Joe's gonna kill you. Oh, man. That's exactly what the crowd of chant. Yo. That's exactly what the crowd And that chant. opens up the door for so. And have Joe play the heel. Yeah. Even though the crowd oh, yeah. would probably cheer him at first and they may cheer him if they still feel a certain way towards Roman, but let him play a heel, let him say, yo, F you or whatever, like mm-hmm. give the crowd a lot of attitude. If Joe comes, please let him just go straight to Raw. That's it. No NXT, no SmackDown, straight to Raw. I like that idea. Man, that would be I amazing. really like that idea. We should write. 
We should write for these. Yo, guys. send us a check, man. Yeah, man. I, I'll do send it. us a check, some shirts. I'll do it for 60% less than any of those guys. <laughs> what if mm. he came back, goes to NXT, and they start this we're going to be an alternate brand, we're going to war with the main rosters, and you play off of that? ECW esque. Yes. Could you see that? Would you, you want to see when that? you say going to war? Oh, are you talking about them invading? Are you talking about them invading? Like an invasion type, or they're still staying in the NXT? They call out the main roster, like we're the real show here. We're we we're the guys that can go bring it, bring your top. They're like an invasion, mm-hmm. I guess, an invasion mm-hmm. type. I like it, but I feel that WWE has sucked with ev- invasion angles. Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. With the obvious one, the WCW one, which, if you think more about it, it's not their fault that the top guys in WCW wanted to just stay at home and collect their checks. Millions of dollars. But millions of dollars. <laughs> what you're saying is similar to the Nexus, mm-hmm. which were NXT guys. Yes. And they let Super Cena just run them all out. What they'll probably do the same thing for Roman. Now, my rebuttal. To Samoa Joe going to NXT, it being terrible is Daniel Bryan went to NXT. Yeah, but Daniel Bryan shouldn't have gone to NXT. But he look, was already certified in ROH. But look, but look where he's at now. He no, didn't do any harm. I understand. I understand that. But some, I mean, how old was he too when he came? Samoa is in his late, his mid to late thirties. I think oh, he's like thirty four around but there. I will to be doing kindly NXT. rebut that. Oh, you take a look at kindly. The Ascension. Mm. Adam Terrible. Rose. Oh, horrendous. Uh, who else has come oh, up? From um, guys that have come up Bo from Dallas. NXT. Bo Dallas. That just don't That's connect. a great gimmick. It's, That's a great gimmick. It's it's good. It reminds... Oh, man. There was somebody... He reminds me of Kurt Angle. Sim- yeah, similar to Kurt Angle. Uh, motivational speaker guy. But I don't know. It just didn't translate. It, it didn't connect with the audience. You know. Maybe it had to do with how he was delivering it. But um, And Daniel Bryan... Connected because of the yes. If you really think about it, especially when he was doing the no and the, the that, I think put him over. Yeah, because he was always a great worker. Yeah, and I don't think he connected with the crowd until he had the yes. Mm-hmm. Until he lost in eighteen seconds. That's Seamus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. But um, but you guys are Samoa Joe Raw hashtag Joe Raw, and I'm telling you guys, this that's man, a great. I like that. I like that. And then if he goes to Raw, you can have guys as an NXT challenge Samoa and say, "Listen, I know who you are. I fought you all around the world. Give me an opportunity to come up and show you what I got." You know, you could do that. Like I think they need to. Like I don't know why the WWE thinks sometimes that. They're the only wrestling that people watch. And I think it would go a long way if that sometimes, once in a blue, they would actually say, yes, this wrestler wrestled in Ring of Honor. Yes, yeah. this wrestler did yeah. New Japan yeah. Pro. It makes you realize that this is a global sport. Mm-hmm. And then it makes the casual fan want to want to wonder, like, hmm, let me go check what this person is really yeah. about. They, I read something, though, that they bought some video package from oh, Ring of Honor for Daniel Bryan. Daniel DVD. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've done that in the past with Punk, yeah. Some yeah. of what they do with Punk, which is good, that they're not hiding that these indie guys, they got their name on independent circuits. Right. They didn't get their name from WWE, which is good that they're willing to admit yes. that. Now, Can I change? Uh, uh, my fault, I had to cut you off, but I hate, I hate that... I understand there is an indie circuit, but if a wrestler wrestles for Ring of Honor or TNA or New Japan or even Lucha Underground, gotcha. don't call them in the yeah. don't call them don't yeah. call that the indies. Yeah, Their promotion, just like WWE, it's just it's WWE is the most popular one. <laughs> you didn't call ECW. You didn't call exactly. Yeah. Don't call them. The, now if they're doing like independent shows, like at fucking gyms yeah. and in backyards. Okay, that's the indies. But yeah. if they're working for an established. Yes. Company, yeah. don't call that the Indies, man. Because now you're belittling them. You're saying mm-hmm. like you're the only top dog, and I hate when when WWE officials talk like that, particularly yeah. Triple H. I hate everything he does. I do, man. I can't stand the fucking. <laughs> what if he beats Sting? I don't mean to go off course, right? No, now. go off course. What if he beats Sting? I don't. See what that. if he is that pompous? Nah, he's that. 
That I would just solidify that thing. That's the dumbest shit. I don't know. I mean, he put what if he beats Sting and says, I'm WWE savior, I should be the champ, I challenge Reigns? I don't want to see that. That one on one never happened. I don't want to see that. And, Come on, you 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 corporate now. You yeah. know what I mean? And stay like, your corporate lane, man. Stay like, in there. Yeah. I do understand that. And you want to bring Sting in and have him have his first match? It should be against Triple H because Triple H has always been a great opponent to put other people over. Yes. That yes. much I give him. When he wants yes. to. When he wants to, correct. But don't have him. Don't no. don't don't have oh, him go no, over no, Sting, no, no, man. Because no, no, no. that, that makes that, come on. Nah, that's that'll and, be and, and that up. if they do plan a taker Sting, that would take so much away from Sting. That you you can't have that happen in no planet does that happen. Yeah, yeah, I think so, man. But Woo! wow, spoke a lot, a lot of thoughts, a lot of opinions. Um, guys, this was fun. This Definitely. was fun. I enjoyed this. We went. This hour flew by. Can't believe it. Um, so chokers. Every and I'm gonna try to to upload this actually as soon as I hit the stop button I'm gonna upload it so we can have it up. But this podcast should be going live every Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Okay, we're gonna try to put it up every week. We know there's tons of other podcasts from wrestlers and announce former announcers, but there is this is the only podcast, mm-hmm. only wrestling podcast to feature three. Wrestling enthusiasts from the Bronx. From the Bronx. The only one. Check yes. iTunes. Check SoundCloud. This is the only podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're going to get information live and direct. Fellas, last thoughts? Before we end, switching it up. Yeah. For, you know, let's take it, give you a little five, ten minute OT. Do it. All right. Switching sports. Boxing. Oh! Thank you, finally, for getting this fight made, Mayweather and Pacquiao. Even though you're five years late to the dance, but we got they got it done. And, and, and I hope that boxing now is starting to make a comeback. And I can see it. Well, I can see it. They're starting. To, they have the the chat, the deal now for NBC or Fox. Yes, or at, which on- this Saturday, any yeah, boxing enthusiast out plug there right now. Watch that card. Mm-hmm. NBC Thurman Guerrero is going to be a good fight. You've got Adrian Broner fighting mm-hmm. as well. Redemption. That is a good card right there. Watch it. Free Channel 4. <laughs> you can't go wrong. Watch that. What's yeah. better than 999? Oh, oh, I like what you did there, sir. <laughs> yeah. But oh. I'm glad they got the fight done. Let's see what happens. I don't think Pacquiao beats Mayweather, but we could finally put the question of who would have went over who. They got it done. How does it end? The fight. How does it end? Yeah. It goes the distance, 12 rounds, Mayweather, unanimous decision. That's what I think. Forcer. <clears throat> Mayweather knocks him off. Oh, I don't see that. He doesn't have... I don't see either one knocking anyone out. And I'm going to go Pacquiao. Wow. Stoppage in the 12th round. That's bold. I'm going to do it. going to do it. I believe. But it's a good thing they got the, the fight done. And I will say, side note, boxing's coming back, man. The heavyweight division, you've got Klitschko fighting next month. You put me on. Who's the dude that you put me on to? That Triple fought? G. Triple G. Yeah, this dude. He's got, what, 19 straight 19 knockouts? 19 straight Savage. knockouts. Mm-hmm. And he wants Kodo. And I'm a Kodo guy. I want no part of that. Kodo, don't go. No, don't go. The fact that Kodo's still fighting is criminal. And he's all right, he, man. What are you talking he's about? Got, he's still got that power. Got Ladies and gentlemen, in podcast land, as you realize, the enforcer is the realist. Oh, here we go. He is a realist about things, and Kodo should have been stopped fighting after Margarito hit him with a couple bricks. Padded. Yeah. Hey, Padded gloves. Hit him with a brick. They came back and what he do to that man? Himself. He, he beat, destroyed him. He beat Margarito. Okay, he lost to Trout, but ever since he's been with Rose, one, two, f- destroyed mm. that Dominican dude. And destroyed Sergio. So, 
granted Sergio wasn't the same boxer then as he was before. Mm-hmm. But boxing, I'm telling you, man, the heavyweights, like I said, Klitschko's fighting next month. This guy, Deontay Wilder, mm. looks like Wilder. finally America has a heavyweight that you can <laughs> put your hat on. Mm-hmm. The guy, Tyson Fury in England, mm-hmm. he won, I believe, last week, and they're going to set up a fight with him and Klitschko. Mm. So the heavyweight, especially the heavyweight division, which has been terrible, mm. terrible uh, since Lennox. Mike Tyson. And, and even, oh, yeah. Somewhere. Oh, my God. But I'm glad that the, the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight, I hope, brings boxing back full circle. I like that it's on primetime with NBC, CBS. I like the direction it's going. I, I think... If you haven't seen it in a while, come on yeah. back. We still got a seat for you well, here. Like, mm. I, I, I like it. I like I like where boxing's going. And next month, there is a good fight on HBO. Um, Matisse against, I can't pronounce this guy. This this guy's name. He's the guy that fought Bradley, fight of the year. I think he, they call him the Serbian Rocky. That is going to be... Pravodankov or something like that. It starts with a P. That I'm Art, telling Art you, pronunciation. I'm <laughs> telling you, fight of the year. I believe April 18th. Mm-hmm. I want to say HBO. That is a fight of the year. Those two Calling guys throw Gotti Ward esque mm-hmm. kind of. That's how they go. So Gotti in the just, just you know, mixing that in there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Slide it in. Oh man! That's so you heard said. it. You hey, hey yeah. and on that note. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Triangle Choke Podcast brought to you by the good people at Lay's Potato Chips. That's right. Providing what? us with what our... What we with rocking our, with? Cheddar bacon, that, bacon mac and cheese. This yeah. is cheddar bacon mac and cheese. Man. Cheddar. There you, hear that, you hear that question? Actually, they are not sponsoring us. But ladies, if you want to <laughs> yeah. sponsor us in the future, well, we, have, all your potato we chips. have no yeah. problem in uh, you know having that for us. So, um, guys, this has been a pleasure. Definitely. You know, we're going to do this every week for the good people out there in, in the internets. Um, and yeah, man, you know, just rock with us every Wednesday night. Triangle Choke Podcast. Tap out to the truth. Bitches. Peace. The Triangle Choke Podcast.